0: Joseph, welcome back. No underscore today because I really want you to hear every word of this, every syllable. So, here we go. I have a message of importance to impart to my brothers and sisters today. I do not know how it will be received, but I can imagine some will applaud, some will boo, and others will curse. After all, it's only natural There are so many variations in our ways of thinking. We all, all of us Nubians, live our lives in little boxes. Boxes containing our own personal universes. Yes, it can equally be said, this is the way of all mankind. But for now, I speak here on behalf of the Nubian. Individually, We Nubians live in these universes of our own making, and we put concrete walls on the perimeters, not even a steel fence through which you might see the light, but a solid concrete wall of great height, and this wall is created by our own spirits, a spirit so lost and lacking in understanding and awareness of the spirit, that is, the father of creation within us. We have forgotten all about that, and so it is unable to work with us, and we are unable to access it in its fullness. Also, because we cannot see beyond our concrete perimeters, we are constantly bumping into each other. After being involved in so many collisions, on occasions the concrete walls disintegrate around some, allowing the light in and the ability for them to see clearly. Their vision becomes so perfected they are even able to see through the perimeter walls of the other universes and are able to hear the individual cries and the laughter and the moans of discontent from within. They are also able to see the world they knew nothing of, a world in which others actually exist in the light and can see. These beings in the light are powerful and intelligent. They are quick of learning and can also see through the walls. They are able to observe activities within all universes, but those amongst us who can now see cannot enter. They may only observe and shout their discovery aloud in the hope of being heard. Those who exist in the light have wings and are able to fly over the perimeter walls at will, learning and returning. And do angels not have wings? They're all blonde and blue-eyed angels. Do you not know that? Those amongst us who can now see notice that they too also have wings, but had been unaware. And so they fly towards the walls of the individual universes, but find they still could not enter, as with each attempt, the perimeter walls of their brothers and sisters grew higher and higher and kept them out. Still, they cannot enter. Now, this story may seem peculiar, perhaps even a little weird, and I apologise to those amongst you who found it a little weird, because I understand you. I imagine you thinking, where on earth is he going with this? But then, is there not a war in the heavens where the earth rotates? (laughs) I hope there's some questions and comments here, because I really do want to communicate with you, my brothers and sisters. I really do Want you to comment. You can do so on WhatsApp at www.godinblackandwhite.com. I will put that in the description so it's easily found. Now, having spoken of the barrier walls as an analogy which turned into quite a book, here is what I really want to impart to you. I refer particularly to those amongst us of the Christian persuasion, those amongst them who, when they approach you, all you are able to see is a wall of concrete non-existent, yet so solid in unseen substance, it pushes your side when passing them by. I do not refer to those who cannot see, but to those who choose not to see. Those who are reveling in the kingdoms of their own universes. I have heard many individual moans of discontent emanating from within the walls of their universes, and all these moans are in relation to freedom of our enslaved minds as Nubians. I have also received countless videos, which really annoys me at times, sent on WhatsApp, all relating to activities on what should be our continent. However, I feel there is no reason elaborating too long on this, because as Nubians, we are all in the same boat. We are all of us packed into that one tiny rowing boat, huddling together in fear and holding on for dear life, while observing those on land enjoying the proceeds of our wealth our history, and yes, even our understanding of the universe, our Father in the heavens. We Nubians are unwilling sailors in the process of life on this earth, on this my father's home. We Nubians have been Sardine packed into boats at sea for over 600 years, for so long that those who make it to land after swimming with great effort through rough waters find it difficult standing upright amongst those who had intentionally set them adrift. We have been set adrift through the power of numbers, and in fear of being known in numbers, we create our own universe, individually protecting ourselves with the concrete walls of our thoughts and our spirit. Many have made it ashore. And so the moans of discontent emanating from within their habitats, these universes, is deafeningly loud. In the UK, It is so loud that many of us Caribbeans have become unwilling athletes running for cover, running in confusion to a safer place we know nothing of, and with faith in the protection of Jesus, the Christ. There are some amongst us with the belief that returning to Africa makes them African, but that will never be so, not unless they prove their loyalty by relinquishing their British citizenship before they do. They will have a great surprise in store because now, They have become outcasts on dry land. My question is, why are you not running back to the Caribbean? Is it no longer your home? Or do you want to leave the paradise to your enemy also? Perhaps it is not a paradise you so often shout about, but a living hell. I know of many examples where this is true, in several places in the Caribbean, on several islands. Still, no matter the location... Our personal universes always remain intact. We should be doing everything we possibly can do to rid ourselves of these personal barriers. They serve nothing but to be a hindrance in our process of growth. The beginning of growth is to return to our knowledge that is the Father in the heavens and remove the blindfolds of Christianity, the sycophantic ideologies and lifestyles which make us feel accepted in the UK. We are so blinded by our ongoing ignorance and self-righteousness that we fail to see acceptance will never occur. After a number of years in the UK, any Aryan is able to say, I am English, but my parents are from here or there. An Aknubians can never do. We have children, we have grandchildren, and we have great-grandchildren who will never be seen as English, only British. No matter how long we contribute to this society. Now, do I hear more mumbles of disapproval? It can only be from those who do not employ us or who constantly deny us the opportunity to grow as we would wish. We are numbered amongst them too. They who would shout loudest about being African. We know them, but no worries. We have faith in God. We have been observing Jesus and the power of the demon God for over 600 years. So it is no wonder we believe in them so fervently. We observe the power of religion without realizing that power works for them against us. It does not protect us from them. Each time you speak to their God and their Jesus, they know everything of our plans because the devil has big ears, hearing everything you wish for and say. We should know this. We should. And the devil knows we should know the wrongfulness of it has been made obvious from the very beginning of our genocidal enslavement. So having heard all that, should we really be celebrating the coronation of this king with such gusto? The coronation of a king whose family have played and are still playing such a great part in the abuse of our people? Many amongst us must have heard of the good ship Jesus, surely Jesus of Lubeck a 700-ton ship purchased by King Henry VIII from the Hanseatic League, a merchant alliance between the cities of Hamburg and Lubeck in Germany. Twenty years after its purchase, the ship was lent to John Hawkins, Captain John Hawkins, by Elizabeth the Queen of England. Hawkins, who was a cousin of Francis Drake, was granted permission from Queen Elizabeth for his first voyage in 1562. It is written that he was allowed to carry Africans to the Americas with their own free consent. Their own free consent. This must have been written by an Englishman. Had you ever heard such a load of cobblers in your entire life? This man had a reputation for being a religious person who required his crew to serve God daily and to love one another. Just his crew mind, not his cargo of non-humans. Francis Drake accompanied Hawkins on his first voyage and subsequently others. Francis Drake was himself supposedly a devout religious person and so services were held on board ship twice a day. My, my, my. This man, Hawkins, was supposed to be a religious person and yet a bound slave adorns his coat of arms. He captured between 300 and 500 slaves of the coast of Africa near Sierra Leone. He did this mostly by plundering Portuguese ships, but also through violence and promising our people free land and riches in the New World. He sold most of us in the Dominican Republic and returned home with a huge profit, his ship laden with ivory and sugar. It also is written that on his return to England, Queen Elizabeth was very displeased, I bet she was, calling him detestable, saying he is calling down vengeance from heaven upon them, that is, until she became aware of just how much profit there was to be made, and once realising this, she joined in partnership with Hawkins and gave him the Jesus of Lubeck, the good ship Jesus. British ships are known to have transported up to 3.4 million of all people into hellish servitude during this period, in which, due to overcrowding, dehydration and poor diet, approximately 450,000 died on the Atlantic Ocean. This figure still does not include the Europeans, of which I generally include the English, but between 1500 and 1866, Europeans transported to the Americas nearly 12.5 million enslaved Africans, and of these, about 1.8 million died on the Middle Passage in the Atlantic Ocean. These figures really disturb me, especially as those fake Israelites of Europe, those Greeks, believe they too had it bad in the few years of the Second World War. To contradict them is to be anti-Semitic, But there can be no comparison. And no amount of BS can make them right. Now, they consider themselves to be the children of God, and they are right, as their God is the devil himself, the devil they brought to Israel from Europe. But enough already about Europe and the fake Israelites. This fact is known right across the globe. Aryans and some Nubians alike are aware of it, Although it should be all Nubians, but we are a stubborn and foolish people. And unless being informed by the Aryan, we do not believe anything we are told. We love our enemy. But then is that not written in your Bible? If you truly believed in your God, would you have enemies? Would your enemies be able to do you harm? You can believe this. Since the Atlantic transportation ended, many more millions of our people have been murdered by the British on what is supposed to be our rightful and historical home. Either murdered by the British or with their consent. Now, there is a church within walking distance of my home. This church is predominantly occupied by brothers and sisters from Nigeria, and on the perimeter walls of this place of worship, they have posted large banners which state, You are welcome to join us at our barbecue on the 7th of May in celebration of the coronation of our King. After 600 years of your brother's persecution, you can involve yourself in such nonsense... I am living in an area predominantly populated by Asians, but I do not see them preparing any such events. Perhaps they have more sense in the knowledge that they can never be English, even whilst having an Asian prime minister. And the coronation of an English king is the definite domain of the English. In closing, let me take the time to give you a little warning. Everything we as Nubians do has a danger warning attached, and the understanding of which I speak in these podcasts is no different. The truth is able to turn your life around and save you, but the truth may also turn you into a demon, so be careful. You see, the devil is the shadow of God, and the shadow is ever-present when you're standing in the light. Remember this. I'm Brother Joseph saying... Once again, thank you for being here with me and thank you so much for listening.